it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K. A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. That's right. For the next hour, we're going to be sitting here talking about whatever you want to talk about. We're going to be taking your phone calls, and I'm just going to do my best not to monkey it up. That's a, that's a saying, right? That's like an actual phrase. It's the dog days of summer. There's a deer in the headlights, but we got the eye of the tiger. We're going to buck up. We're not going to chicken out. It's raining cats and dogs, and we're not going to monkey it up. It's a phrase. 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 Although I do like eye of the tiger. Let's not forget that. That's a great one, too. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Mark K. This is the Mark K Show. And before we get into all of the political stuff, before we get into the news, and before we get into all your phone calls, even, I got to tell you about this thing we are doing tomorrow. For the very first time. And I meant to mention it on Monday, but there was a shooting at the landing and we were kind of tied up. Uh, then I meant to mention it on Tuesday, but then there was a big primary election and we were having some problems with the uh, balloting. Then yesterday, we went into all of the uh, all the Ron DeSantis uh, and Andrew Gillum stuff. We talked about monkey. We talked about all that. And, I, and then now it's Thursday and I, I haven't even promoted this one time. But tomorrow, we are taking this show live on location. Or as we like to call it, LOL. See, see how that works? It's good. Uh, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to take this show out of the studio. We've we've partnered this week with Best Bet Jacksonville. They're on Monument Road. Uh, I know a lot of you know where I, what I'm talking about because I've seen you there. <laughs> Especially at lunchtime. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get some lunch. Meanwhile, five hours later, you're still sitting at the table. Uh, but Best Bet Jacksonville on Monument Road, we're going to broadcast the show live there starting at 11. So if you've ever wondered, you know, what does it look like to broadcast a show? Or is Mark K. really as bald as he claims to be? Or, uh, you know, and anything else, really. If you're just there to play poker and you want to come by and get some free swag, uh, by all means, we're going to be there from 11 to noon doing the show. We'll be taking phone calls. If you want to come and if you got something to say, you know, maybe you have an opinion, which I know a lot of people I know a lot of people have opinions. Uh, you can come by. We'll set up an extra microphone. Oh, that reminds me. Josh, make sure you have at least two microphones, one for me and one for whoever. Uh, Josh will be there, too, which is very exciting. The uh, man behind the scenes, you can see what he looks like. He's uh, a pretty good-looking guy. And then what we're going to do is after the show at noon, I'm going to stick around because what a great excuse to play poker. You know, it's a Friday. It's a long weekend. You might as well kick, you might as well blow off work early. Come watch the show till noon. They have food there. They've got like sushi. They've got hamburgers. They've got a great Philly G, whatever you want to eat. Uh, they've got food. And then we're going to sit down. There's a poker tournament starting right around 12, 1230. Um, and I'm going to stay, stick around for that. So if you want to come and play poker, you want to take all my money. Absolutely. Uh, I'd, we'd love to have you. That's tomorrow starting at 11 a.m. at Best Bed Jacksonville on Monument Road. Uh, you can't miss it. It's huge. And it says, you know, 
best bet. So that <laughs> should be should be pretty easy to find. So that's coming up tomorrow. And then what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to try to do this on a regular basis. Uh, there's a bunch of places all around town that are very popular, very crowded at lunchtime. Bunch of places where we can go and we can kind of take over the joint and do the show live. So you know, and I, I don't know how often we're going to. We talked about doing it once a month. Uh, you know, maybe more if it if, if it becomes kind of like a thing if, if you guys like it. But if you have any suggestions as to where we could come, or if you own a business and you want us to come out there, uh, you know, give us a buzz. You know, give us a three four zero one zero four five, and we'll definitely, uh, you know, we'll take it into, we'll take it under consideration. We'll take it to the committee. We'll run it up the flagpole, uh, all the way to the top. No, not half mast because I'm sorry. I guess half mast if we're in a morning period. Uh, but then we'll run it all the way to the top. Um, and see if anyone uh, anyone salutes it. So that should be a lot of fun. If you love poker uh, and you and you love the show, you're definitely going to want to be out there. If you love poker and you hate the show. You're probably going to be out there anyway. If you love the show, but you're not a huge fan of poker, come on out anyway. Uh, because like I said, we'll, we'd love to have you and, and we'll, uh, and we'll give you some lessons. And maybe at the end of it, you'll love both the show and poker. And if you're lukewarm on everything, you know, just maybe, uh, you get, you can maybe go elsewhere. Uh, anyway, so yesterday was the, uh, we talked all about the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the huge primary election and Ron DeSantis's massive victory. And then he got on Fox News and we mentioned this right as we, as the show was wrapping up because we had so much to talk about. But he went right, he went on Fox News right the morning after when he had, he had this massive victory over Adam Putnam. He had more votes, I think, than, than any of the Democrats, like all the Democrats combined. I mean, this guy knocked it out of the park. All with a Donald Trump endorsement behind him, propelling him to victory. Some would say that if if Ron DeSantis were a rocket shooting into the at- atmosphere, then then Donald Trump was the fuel. I mean, I I, said, I don't know if someone would say I said that to give you like an example of of what's happening. And uh, and then of course on Fox News, Ron DeSantis the very next morning said this: He is an articulate spokesman. By the way, he's talking about Andrew Gillum. He is an articulate spokesman. I should point out who's African-American. He is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda. And immediately when the media heard this, uh, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on CNN and Daily Mail, all, all these media outlets, they heard Ron DeSantis, who's running for governor in Florida, who's a Republican I'll point out, that's a very important part of the, it's, a part, it's an important part of the puzzle when you look at it all. And Ron DeSantis, a Republican who is backed by Donald Trump, was talking about uh, his uh, African-American um, uh, competitor and used the phrase monkey it up. So they glommed onto this and, man, they took off running with it. And it was all of a sudden, the, you know, campaign gets ugly in the first few minutes. Ron DeSantis racist. You know, Donald Trump politics at play. Everything was just all about this one line. Not about not about Andrew Gillum being basically a socialist. Not about Andrew Gillum wanting to raise the corporate tax rate by 40 percent which is huge for the state of Florida. I mean, th- we'll get into that here in just a minute, because that's a whole, if you need one reason not to vote for Andrew Gillum, well, it's because he's a Democrat. But number two, it's because he wants to raise the corporate tax rate 40%, and that is disastrous. Uh, and it's not because he wants to abolish ICE. It's not because he wants universal health care in a one-payer system. It's not because of any, he wants to legalize marijuana, not just medical marijuana, but like all the marijuana, he wants you to be able to, you know, get into your car and just, you know, roll up, uh, roll up a joint and, you know, um, uh, did you just like cruise on down A1A or wherever you are? Uh, that's what he wants. He wants it to, and he wants all that money. 
He wants all that money to go to education because he feels the problem with education is that there's not enough money. <laughs> anyway, so that's what that those are all the issues that we have. But but the big issue that they are going to start off with, the big issue that they are going to uh, that they are going to bring to the forefront the first day of the election is that Ron DeSantis is a racist. And then this is interesting. They're going to flip it. They're going to start playing dirty politics and they're going to flip it and claim that Ron DeSantis is, get this, playing dirty politics. They're going to take the election down into the gutter on day one. Day as soon, I mean, with 12 hours into the election, they are going to bring it down into the gutter and they're going to then flip it and claim that Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump is doing exactly what they themselves are doing. And I'm going to prove it. I've got some clips here from Andrew Gillum. You're not going to believe what I thought based on the campaign and based on what I read and based on what I saw from him in his speech, his uh, victory speech. I thought he was going to run a different kind of campaign. Clearly, he is not. I'll play you those clips here in just a minute. Three four zero. 1045 is the number. You can send me an open mic message, too, on our uh, free mobile app. This is the Mark K Show. Your phone calls coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. 340-1045 is the number. You can leave me an open mic message, too. Whatever you want to say. The reason that the Democrat Party in Florida has to play racial politics all the time is because they cannot talk about the policies that Gilliam would bring as governor. Yeah, uh, I mean, they can, but they're going to lose a lot of votes. And that may be part of it. That may be part of it. When they realized, when they realized Andrew Gillum was going to get this nomination and Andrew Gillum was going to have to run, they realized, you know what, we can't really talk about his policies. What do we do? Hmm. And then, of course, Ron DeSantis comes along and says, monkey it up. And they're like, great, this is perfect. Now we can just now we, we send him out there and he just talks about how the Republicans are racist and we don't have to worry about him talking about uh, legalizing marijuana, getting rid of ICE, you know, single payer health care. Uh, you know what else? The open border policy. Not a, that's fantastic. Raising taxes, raising the corporate tax rate in a state like Florida is one of the worst things you can do. And history has proven this. It's down to what? Five point five. Percent, I think five point with like a three three percent minimum. Yeah, do you know what? I got to call Herman Cain because he's the dude to talk about. We're going to get Herman Cain on next week to really go in depth on this. But 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 he wants to raise it to seven point seven five percent, which is which is when you look at how much uh, corporate tax this state already makes and how many jobs are created when you lower the corporate tax. Disney World, for let's take, let's look at Disney World. People love to complain about Disney World raising their ticket prices. They do it, what, once every couple of years? They just recently started charging for parking, that kind of stuff. You want to see a ticket increase? You go ahead and raise that corporate tax rate to 775 Because Disney's not going to pay it. They're going to jack up the price of their tickets. And they're going to charge the consumer. And then fewer people are going to come to Disney World and yada, yada, yada. And it's a whole, then fewer hotels are going to have guests and fewer restaurants and fewer gas stations along 95 are going to get cars pulling in because of this, that, and the other thing. People are going to be taking taking their vacations where there's lower corporate tax rates. That's that's the problem with a higher corporate tax rate. It's it's not the the lower corporate tax rate brings in more people, more jobs, creates more income tax. I mean, we don't have income tax in Florida. That's another great thing. Uh, but you know, in more sales tax, and that's how you that's how you bring in more revenue by bringing in more people with money. And that's something, of course, Democrats will never understand. And that alone, right there, is the reason he should not be governor. But of course, 
That's the top and a long list of reasons. Let's go to uh, Doc in Jacksonville. Doc, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. Hey, I'm an African-American. Uh, one thing DeSantis, DeSantis has to understand is the difference between culture. Uh, he just needs to stick to the facts. You don't need to give them a passion point. Uh, the facts, like if you, he says he's a, a socialist, Google the word Nazi, and you'll see that Nazi itself means socialist German party. And also just mention that uh, Andrew tells everybody he got money from George Soros. But if you give them a passion point, like monkey and things like that, remember O.J. Simpson lost one, one, won his trial because Johnny Cochran understood passion versus the facts. Yeah. So he's got to stick to the facts. If he keeps throwing out passion points, he can lose because they will rally around passion and, and because they're uninformed, all they need to know is we don't like him. I, you know what? I think you're right, but I think Ron DeSantis did a pretty good job of that yesterday when he would talk. And thanks so much for your call, Doc. We always love hearing from you. Uh, when he talked about, you know, uh, Terry, uh, Andrew Gillum, rather, he always talked about how horrible this guy was. I believe people should be judged based on their ability and character regardless of race. But it's because of that that I know that socialism won't work in Florida. Yeah, and he talked about, you know, he wants to make it, uh, what was he, he said? He wants to make it Venezuela. Um, he wants to, oh, here it is. I'm trying to make Florida even better. He wants to make Florida Venezuela. He's taking this tactic out of Trump's book, and I think it's going to work for him. I think it's going to be a really positive thing if Ron DeSantis continues to attack. Because you've got to, you know, and I read his article on CNN how, how Ron DeSantis was purposely baiting. He was race baiting uh, Andrew Gillum, which I thought was ironic because... Because it was the Democrats who brought up the race issue anyway. And te and Andrew Gillum, I thought, was going to be above it all because he kept talking about how we need to be, you know, we need we need to bring back, uh, you know, valor and truth and we need kindness and campaigns and we need to rise above. And then what he did was he basically just, you know, accused Ron DeSantis of doing something. Uh, you know, just to to, uh, to cause this negative reaction. Well, I, I look, I don't know the phrase. Um, um, I, I looking at the whole clip, uh, I think he was clear about what he meant. He understood the dog whistle that he was blowing. Um, and I understand that he intends to speak to a particular part of the base uh, to incite them. Right. Uh, but the truth is, is I think there are a majority of us who disagree with that brand of politics. That brand of politics, that brand of politics, which is taking some uh, someone's contact, comments out of context and twisting them around to create division. That's the brand of politics he's accusing Ron DeSantis of, of competing with. That's exactly what he's doing himself. And that's what the Democrats always do. 340-1045. Let's go to Nick in Middleburg. Nick, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you, Nick? No, this is Paul in Mandarin. Oh, all right. Let's go to Paul in Mandarin. Hey, Paul, how are you? No mention of the fact that Gillum is currently under FBI investigation for a, uh, a, a corruption involving a contract between the city of Tallahassee and a computer software company. All the focus right now is about the uh, monkey remark that uh, DeSantis unfortunately made. Also, Gillum, Gillum is a race baiter. Yeah. Paul, hang on for one second. We've got to take a quick break. Here's the thing, though. FBI investigations and corruption in politics, that's not that's not corruption when you're a Democrat. That's just, you know, that's just business. <laughs> 340 3, is the number. Hey, Paul, thanks so much for your call. Quick break, more of your phone calls, some of your open mics coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 
I wonder how much money we paid all those people for those open mic messages. Because I'll be honest with you, I check the open mics every day. I didn't hear a single one of them, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. Hey, listen, if you want to be featured in a future Mark K show intro, uh, by all means, leave some positive remarks. Or you know what? They don't even need, necessarily need to be positive. Some of my favorite ones are the ones that uh, some of my favorite ones are the ones that aren't positive. In fact, um, I almost. I almost love those more than others. Why do you people insist on wasting an hour of airtime every day with this babbling idiot, Mark K? All it means for me is change the channel immediately when he comes on. Please bring back Herman Cain. I am going to try to bring back Herman Cain to talk about taxes because he's the expert. And now that we know that uh, we have a candidate here in Florida in Andrew Gillum who wants to raise taxes ridiculously high, we can have Herman Cain come on and explain to everyone why that's a horrible idea. Horrible idea. Nine, nine, nine. You guys remember the nine, nine, nine days? Those are, those are my fave. Uh, three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is our number. By the way, if you would like to see this babbling idiot live tomorrow, I'm going to be at the best bet in Jacksonville. The best bet in Jacksonville is number one, not the one in Orange Park. There's been, there's been some confusion. They have multiple locations. They're that big. There's the Best Bet Jacksonville uh, on Monument Road. That's where we are going to be. So if you roll into Orange Park tomorrow and walk in and go, where's Mark K? I'm not, they're going to be like, he's in Jacksonville. So uh, you're going to have to cross the buck, but you probably won't even get there in time with the traffic. However, if you do want to come see the show, Monument Road is where we're going to be starting at 11 a.m. The whole program will be broadcast live. We call it Live on Location or LOL for short. And we should probably point out, before you get disappointed, that LOL stands for live on location, not laugh out loud. We are not guaranteeing any laughs. We are guaranteeing, however, that we will be at the best bet. That's the first part. Second part is, after the show at 12 noon, there is a poker tournament that starts. They have daily tournaments there. I'm not even sure what the, uh, I'm not even sure what the, um, what the buy-in is, but we're going to have a couple of spots open, and I'm going to give away a spot in the tournament. So if you want to come and play in a poker tournament for free tomorrow, swing on by the best bet between 11 and noon, and, uh, and I'll give you your chance to win, and you can come. And I'm going to play playing in it, too. I'm going to be playing in it, too. I'm going to stick around after the show. I'm going to have some – they have some sushi there. Maybe I'll get some sushi. Uh, what else do they have? You know, Maybe I'll get a cup of coffee, probably some coffee. They have a full bar, whatever you want. I'm going to sit down at the table, play in the tournament. I plan on winning. However, that's not, you know, I always plan on winning. I like to go in with a positive attitude. That may not be the case, though. So depending on how it goes, and I always have to explain this to my wife because I play in I play in poker tournaments on the regular basis. And she always says, you know, how long are you going to be? And I tell her I'm either going to be seven hours or 30 minutes, <laughs> depending on. And so you just got to like, well, you got you to work with me a little bit. You're either going to see me. In an hour, or you're going to see me sometime in the middle of the night or tomorrow, depending on how well I'm playing. That's just how it goes. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Best Bet Monument Road is a beautiful facility, really nice. And, you know, when I was talking to Josh, who's never been there, which I don't even, sometimes I wonder why we're even friends, because we have very little in common. But he, uh, Josh was like, I've never been there. And, you know, I pictured it to be this, like, you know, like, smoky, lots of cowboys and stuff, because he watches way too many movies. And I go, first of all, it's a non-smoking facility. It's state-of-the-art, brand new, beautiful tables. The dealers are amazing. The food there is, I mean, if even if you don't play poker... Come and watch the show and get lunch there because the food there is phenomenal. They say they have like great sushi. They really do. Um, anyway, then it's, and it's like, a, and there's other games you can bet on the, on the dog, whatever you want. Anyway, it's, uh, that's tomorrow, 11 to noon, Mark K show, LOL. Again, that stands for live on 
location. More information at WOKV.com. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got Dave in Sandalwood. Dave is on line four, Josh, and he is, uh, he's been waiting very patiently. Dave, what's up? Hey, Mark. Um, listen, Paul and Mandarin stole my thunder, but he, he presented uh, more facts than I could provide about the FBI uh, investigation. What I want to say now is that Republicans and all those who are concerned about good government in Florida get out and vote and do it early, early, early. Because up in Ohio, only 40% of the Republicans turned out for that close uh congressional election and 87 percent of the democrats turned out for that election yeah so so get out and vote if you want good government yeah no that's always that's always a great motto and thanks so much for calling dave we appreciate it get out and vote if you want good government now if you want bad government you should stay home we should point that out because a lot of people listening may be Maybe thinking, you know, Andrew Gillum's a good choice. If you want bad government, stay at home. But if you want the good government, if you want the good hands-off government, the smaller government, the government that actually works for you and not against you, the government that allows you to keep more of the hard-earned money that you earned, the government that protects you from out, you know, from all enemies, foreign and domestic, foreign and domestic. If you want that government, then by all means go out and vote. Uh, and I would recommend, you know, one candidate over the other. Uh, the uh, the Tampa Bay, the, the, and you know, here's the thing about Andrew Gilliman. I think that I, I think we're we're all to the point now where we realize the truth is going to come out, and we realize that we have a uh, we have a candidate in Ron DeSantis on the right who is not afraid to do what Donald Trump did in the in the presidential election. He's not afraid to go out there. Tell people exactly what's going on with the country. Tell people exactly what's wrong with the other candidate. Tell people exactly where the faults are with the other candidate and why the other candidate will be horrible for Florida. And you have people in Florida. I want to bring you. Here's another quote. Here's another quote that Gillum had um, yesterday on CNN about about Florida voters in this election and the uh, specifically the comments Ron DeSantis made on Fox News. Um, We tried this uh, one time. Donald Trump. Uh, this is a page from his playbook, basically tried to divide this country uh, and my state. And uh, I want them to know that Florida voters are smarter than that, uh, that we are going to reject the politics of separation. By the way, that's a horrible metaphor because Donald Trump won the election. So if you're saying Donald Trump tried this once before, then you need to follow the sentence up with and was highly successful because he won. He overcame the Hillary Clinton uh, machine. He overcame all the corruption. He overcame the FBI, the Department of Justice, the media, his own party, the Democratic Party, the Russians, whoever. All of these people, WikiLeaks, everybody who was working against him. Donald Trump overcame all of those people with whatever playbook he was using. So if you go on the news and start a playbook and say, you know, Donald Trump tried to do this. You don't want to do that because Donald Trump was successful. Basically, what you're saying is Donald Trump tried this and it worked ridiculously well. So I'm probably screwed because Ron DeSantis, if he does this, is going to come in and uh, and just wallop me like he did Adam Putnam. And dividing the country is exactly what Donald Trump did. He divided the country between people who want to protect the country and the Constitution and our American ideals and our American values and the laws that we have in place and the American dream for all Americans. He wanted to divide the country between those people and everyone who just wanted to open up the border and let America disappear poof, into the sunset. 
Oh, let American, the American dream and the Constitution and all of these American values that we've held so dear for hundreds of years, just let them disappear like my chips on the poker table whenever I go to best bet and play in a tournament. That's what he was trying to do, to do, and he did it. He successfully divided the country into those two segments. And there were more of us, more people who wanted of the American dream to remain, more people who wanted to make America great again, more people who desired closed and secure borders, uh, more of their tax money being in, you know, in their paychecks, and fewer people working in the government so that there were fewer expenses in the first place. You, I don't know if you realize this. We're paying less in tax, and the government is requiring less money to uh, to get the job done because Donald Trump is in there, and he's doing what businessmen do. He is He is cutting the fat. And that's why the Democrats in Washington hate him. Guess what's going to happen with Ron DeSantis when he comes into the government? Guess what's going to happen uh, with Ron DeSantis when he gets to Tallahassee and he takes a, the governor's office? He's going to say, look, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to cut out all the fat. We're going to we're going to drain the swamp here, not the actual swamp, because we actually have swamps here in Florida. But you get the point. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number. Let's go to Nick in Middleburg. Nick, thanks for calling the Mark K show. How you doing? OK, I'm doing fine, Mark. Oh, good. What do you want to hey, say, Nick? I want to pick up a quote uh, that don't monkey around. Yeah. I'll monkey it up. Okay, that comes from an old expression used a long, long, long time ago, and that is stop monkeying around. As yeah. an example, let's say let's say a guy's married and starts going out with some girls, okay? His friend's going to tell him, he says, look, he says, you've got a good marriage, don't screw it up, so stop monkeying around. Uh, don't monkey it up. Yeah, you I see what you're saying. I look, I mean, used a long time ago. Yeah, you're right. That is an old. That is an. Look, I don't mind. And thanks for the call. I'm going to be honest with you. Personally, I don't mind that the uh, that the Democrats and that that Gillum is is sinking to this level already. I don't mind that he's he's trying to do this because I think people realize the tactic, and I think people realize the tactic doesn't work. And Ron DeSantis is out. He's basically Ron DeSantis got out there and continued to do what he does best, which is uh, lay it out, lay out the truth for Florida voters. And he and he mentioned the phrase. It has zero to do with race, Sean. It has everything to do with whether we want Florida to continue to go in a good direction, building off the success, or do we want to turn to left-wing socialist policies, which will absolutely devastate our state. Yeah, it'll it'll devastate the state. And he and he's like he's like look, it has zero to do with race. Kanye West said something amazing. And I know what you're thinking, Con really? Yes. Kanye West said something amazing yesterday. I'm going to try to play the quote for you here. And it's in regard to Donald Trump. And I think it, it sums up this whole, it's the perfect argument against Republican racism. And especially in the presidency. I'll tell you, I'm going to pull the quote here in just a minute. I'll play it for you in just a second. This is the Mark Cation. we got to take a quick break. 340-1045 is the number if you want to get in. we got time for a few more calls. We'll do it next on News 104.5 WOKV. If you think that's a racist statement, then I'm going to suggest that you immediately get out of your mother's basement, go and find a job, look for some real problems in life. Um, they're out there. This isn't one of them. Don't go looking for problems. They'll find you. You don't even need to go look for problems. They'll find you. Trust me, I know. 340 well, I have a big mouth too, so I think more of them find me than others. What's up? This is the Mark K Show, and I tried to—I didn't have enough time to uh, pinpoint that Kanye West comment. But basically, on Jimmy Kimmel, he—he uh, he said something about Donald Trump. He was asked, of course, about his support for Donald Trump, and uh, doesn't he think Donald Trump is racist? And he did the comment he made, and I'm paraphrasing because, like I said, I can't find the actual quote. Uh, I should probably prepare for this show. 
I mean, yeah, maybe we'll start doing that. Um, it, not tomorrow because we're going to be. It's all about poker tomorrow, but maybe for uh, for Tuesday when we get back from Labor Day. Anyway, uh, so he had this quote, and it was it was really interesting. The guy's a really interesting thinker, and he said Donald Trump's ego is so big that he can't be racist. Think about it. Donald Trump's ego is so big that he can't be racist. Donald Trump wants all people to love and admire him. He wants white people to love and admire him. He wants Jewish people to love and admire him. He wants black people to love and admire him. And he goes out and everything he does is because he wants that love and admiration. And so based on his personality, and Kanye says, I have a big ego too. I'm the same way. I don't like when people criticize me. I don't like when people lie. You know, I want everybody to love what I do because it's so great. And he goes, Donald Trump is the same way. And just... Inherently, because of that ego, it's impossible for the man to be racist because he wants all races to love him. And it's quirky thinking, but it's if you if you listen to it and if you think about it, it's 100 percent true. Somebody who thinks that they're the best in the world, who thinks that they can do anything in the world that they want to do. Number one is usually the person that does it. And number two is so, you know, is is trying to make life better for everybody, no matter what the color of their skin is, that it's impossible for them to be racist. And uh, and I think that, that that's coming out with, with supporters like Kanye West and with Mike Tyson. And, you know, you're seeing Donald Trump for who he is and for what he really is. And it's going to come out, too, with Ron DeSantis. You're going to see that this is a ploy by the Democrats to, to, to start the campaign in a very negative and and dirty place. And, you know, it's going to be up to Ron DeSantis to say to shed light on all of Terry. Um, I keep calling him Terry. Andrew Gillum's um, faults, all of his lack of experience, all of his bad policies, all of his socialist tendencies, all of his all of his crony. You know, like they always say that all Republicans are cronies. Like he's with Bernie Sanders and George Soros. Those are two of the worst people for America. And he's crawled right into bed with them. They're also rich white guys, I'd like to point out, <laughs> just like Donald Trump. And you get, and I guarantee Ocasio-Cortez is going to be next. He's, he's, he's thrown his hat all the way to the left, and he's going to have to ride that pony all the way through the election. And if Ron DeSantis does a good job of pointing it out, of pointing it out. It's not good for any race, color, or creed. So this is not about race. This is about ideas and principles. And I'm not going to let the Democrats and Andrew Gillum try to obscure uh, a debate about whether his tax increases, his single-payer health care plan, his a desire to abolish ICE, whether that is something that's acceptable for Florida. I don't think what it is, but and I don't care what color you are. And I hope he stays to that. I hope that that's the Ron DeSantis we get. I hope that he, he continues to shed light on those things and say, look, you can try your tactics all you want, but the fact of the matter is you're horrible. <laughs> you know, that, that's what it comes down to. They're going to throw racist. They're going to throw sexist. They're going to throw a rich white guy. They're going to throw Trump. They're going to throw Republican. They're going to throw all these names at you. Uh, Anti-Semitic, Islamophobic, hates immigration, wants to separate immigrants from their families. All of these things are going to boil up. I hope Ron DeSantis stands up and says, that's all BS. You are horrible. You're a horrible person for the state of Florida. Sure, you may be nice. You may. Congratulations. You're 39 years old and you're the mayor. Whatever. The rest of the state is not as clueless as Tallahassee, I should hope. And, you know, and if Ron DeSantis stays out there and keeps keeps up that, those, you know, those attacks for the next few months, I think that we'll uh, I think that we'll see him being sworn in as his governor uh, before too long. Let's go to Jeremy on the West. I've been waiting very patiently. Jeremy, thanks for calling. What do you want to say? 
real quick, I just wanted to say, I'm not trying to be overly funny here, but for some reason you remind me of Shaggy whenever I listen to you talk. From Scooby-Doo? Yes. Do you do impersonations of him? Do I do impersonations of Shaggy? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I I can no, not usually. I don't really do. I don't do a lot of impersonations to begin with. So, uh, okay, but, I was just curious because you would have it down pat if you ever tried. But no, to get to my point, I just wanted to say the gentleman <laughs> earlier brought up the thing about the dog whistle. Uh huh. And uh, you know, Sam, some me and my friends were talking about it on Facebook the other day, and they brought up that same point that the that it's a dog whistle to his base. And my thing is, is if it's an intentional dog whistle, whenever he blew it, none of us heard it. The only people who heard it was the left. That's a great point. So, so if it's intentional, how does it help him? I mean, it doesn't help him. All, in my opinion, all it was was just a polite way of saying, "Don't screw it up." Yeah, uh, you, know? You, you know. And look, it, it, the thing the thing about the dog whistle is, if you really want to get technical, now he's calling all of Ron DeSantis' supporters dogs, which could go in line with the whole deplorables. Uh, but you know, that, that's a great point. If it was a dog whistle, how come none of the dogs supposedly heard it? The only ones that heard it were the humans on the other side. Three four zero one zero four five. You know what? If we if I blew a dog whistle, Scooby do would definitely hear it because uh apparently i remind that guy remind that guy of shaggy <laughs> i never heard that before all right listen we, we gotta, thank you tomorrow we will be live at best bet monument road make sure you're at the jacksonville location because i won't be out in orange park monument road broadcasting the show live we're gonna be there from 11 to noon we're gonna do weekend review spelling be live i'm gonna give away somebody who shows up is gonna win a a ticket into the 12 o'clock tournament that's a huge prize you can win you can win like i don't know lots more money uh, uh, or you could lose it all. I'll be sticking around to play, too. If you have any questions or if you need any information, go to WOKV.com. Stay tuned. The News and Rush Limbaugh is next on News 104.5 WOKV.